Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. Zen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back, because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 136, Clapless Victories. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, and welcome to episode 136, Clapless Victories. In this episode, I just want us to talk about, you know, those situations or circumstances that we find ourselves in when we're winning, when we're creating momentum, when we're getting good news, when we're in a good space. And it seems that everyone that's around that's around us, friends, family, all the same, et cetera, um, but they're not showing the kind of support. They don't seem necessarily happy for us and that kind of thing. So I'm going to talk about that today. So stay tuned. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. Thank you again. I really do hope you get something out of the show. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's up? Thank you for coming back as always. I appreciate your continued support. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're looking better by the day or at least telling yourself that. But I just hope that you're in good spirits and I hope you're feeling good in this half week mark and, you know, you're feeling Gucci. So anyway, the first segment of this episode, we're going to talk about a fractured upbringing. In the second segment, we're going to talk about sharing the spotlight. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about what you don't change, you choose. As always, my intention for these episodes is to, you know challenge you to, you know, challenge you to think bigger, better, to expect more out of yourself, to expect more out of life, you know, to, you know, learn a new skill, to adopt a new habit or a way of thinking, a behavior, an idea or something that can possibly put you on the right path, that can push you in the right direction. So let's jump into this episode and get started. Rashid Ogunlaru said, if you're jealous of someone else, it simply means you have not come to a true acceptance and appreciation of yourself. Like I was saying before, I feel like many of us come into those seasons where we really start to see, you know, people's true colors. 
as it, you know, pertains to our growth or the positivity happening in our life. And, you know, maybe they're in a slump. Maybe they've been in a slump the whole time you've known them. Maybe they've been in a slump for a year or whatever it may be. But either way, they're having an adverse reaction to your success. Um, in this segment, I want us to just talk about upbringing. I feel like when it comes to, you know, those kind of issues, I feel like upbringing is tied very closely into that. I feel like everybody is different, but I feel like a lot of things are taught or untaught. You know, when I think about my life, when I, you know, the way I grew up, I don't think I grew up hearing a lot of my parents, you know, speak up other people's you know, victories and wins and, you know, so-and-so opened up a new salon or, you know, so-and-so just passed the bar or, you know, different things like that. And, you know, I don't, I don't recall hearing my mom and dad do that. And it's not like they were coming from a hater space per se. It's just, I think a lot of things sometimes just have to be learned. And most of the time they have to be learned on your account. And when you don't learn them, you operate the way you've always been. You know, I feel like a lot of us grew up in situations and households and families where we're trained to be competitive with one another. We're trained to be competitive with our sisters or our brothers, we're our cousins, you know, uh, the other grandchildren in the family, the other nieces and nephews. You know, we're competitive with students in our classroom, but we, we grew up in this, you know, this system of competition. And, you know, a lot of us don't always learn this sportsmanship or what it's like to watch and see other people win and know that it's okay. Or to see other people win and know that you're not lacking or that you're a failure because they're winning or because they're win seemingly winning more than you, that, you know, they're better than you and all those things. I feel like a lot of that really needs to be taught. A lot of that really needs to be focused on because we have people growing up more and more with those bad attitudes and poor sportsmanship because no one ever taught you how to win. No one ever taught you how to lose and how to fail gracefully. If you're anything like me, like, think about your life. Did you grow up hearing your family, not just your parents, but in your family? Did you grow up hearing your family, your family, your people, you know, congratulating other people's, you know, uh, successes and different things like that? Or did you hear them maybe gossiping more so about other people? Now, myself, speaking from my situation, you know, I think I heard more gossiping than I did, you know, more clapping for victories and, you know, people having success and stuff like that. And again, that's a part of programming. That's a part of a whole systematized kind of way of being and thinking and doing, which I get, which isn't fair, but it's just, it's just how some people are. You know, we've come into this place now where I've learned, I've learned to look at life and look at life's problems in a more neutral and advantageous place. We gotta get into a place where we're starting to look at our problems as, you know, solutions. You know, when you really take the time to think about a lot of the problems you've had, you've gotten to the next level, you've gotten to the next leg of the race or whatever of your race because you've learned how to look at, you know, find that thing in the problem that will bolster your skill set, that will bolster your awareness, that sets you up to be better for the next, you know, level. 
You know, I feel like a lot of us, we spend time around people who don't pay attention to life, who doesn't, you know, who don't understand how life works, you know, who wants to control everything but learn nothing, who wants to control and inherit and have everything but wants to do nothing. And, you know, they exist around us. And most of the time, they're our friends and family. So they're people who have become comfortable with being around us and we've become comfortable with being around them. But, you know, you come to a period, I feel, a crossroads where it's time to start thinking about what's next, what the next level or the next layer or the next tribe is going to look like because maybe you've outgrown this one and now you have to cut the cord. Anwar Uchad said, Jealousy is the symptom of a hollow heart. Another thing I want to point out is that a lot of people really have a hard time sharing the spotlight. Like, a lot of people are so self-absorbed and arrogant to the degree that, you know, they love good things to happen to them. Like, we all do love, you know, we love great things to happen to us, but the moment great things aren't happening, you're a piece of crap person. Like, I can't stand a person that's, that can only exist and be functional when they're winning. Like, when you're not winning, when nothing's happening for you, when you have no good news coming in, your attitude is terrible, your behavior is obscene, like you are just an impossible, ugly person to be around. I can't stand that kind of stuff. Now, I've really cut off a lot of people for those kind of imbalances and dysfunctional, dysfunctionality, if that's a word. Is, you know, when it comes to being around people, people have an issue sharing a spotlight. A lot of times, you know, we grew up on the same blocks and the same neighborhoods with people. And, you know, your friends and your peers, the people you went to elementary school, high school with, they will see you get older and become something, do something, go to places they never thought they would go. And they just really can't understand how you can be from the same neighborhood, how you can be from the same shitty high school or same shitty elementary school and from a lot of the same, you know, impoverished, you know, beginnings, humble beginnings and, you know, grow up in the same hood and all the same things and go on to be something more. You know, they just can't quite put it together. Their brains just can't comprehend it. And because their brains can't comprehend it, they resort and result, well, they resort to resentment. They resort to shading you, you know, trying to dilute your wins, trying to dilute your positivity and enthusiasm. You know, like for a long time, I, you know, I've had, I've met people who exist in that space of not wanting to surpass their parents or grandparents and how much they make a year and their yearly income. You know, it's just like, yeah, my dad, my dad made this much. And it's just, I don't ever want to make him feel like less of a man, making more than him. And it's just like, we live in a day where that thing is just so common. And it's like, if respecting your family, if respecting your parents, if respecting the people you love, when playing small just so you can't live your life, that ain't love and that ain't liberation. That is imprisonment. That is dysfunctional. And I'm not trying to be offensive, but if the shoe fits, by all means wear it. But that is not love. You know, I existed in a space for a long time where people were happy when I was unhappy with my jobs. 
You know, when I worked jobs where I was miserable, unhappy, and we had misery in common greatly, that seemed that seemingly we got the most along because we had misery on the table. You know, but I've always been a student of life and trying to reform and improve my situation. And the moment I started improving my situation, when as I started growing and becoming more as a person, you know, expanding my character, expanding my skill set, you know, we started, I started drifting apart from people. You know, I was being bougie, I was being uppity, I was doing too much. I was never satisfied, never content. And, you know, all the different things that we can run into being around people who aren't ambitious enough, people who don't know who they are or what they want. You know, I remember actually for, you know, I remember actually working security when I was like maybe 21 or 22. And when I was working security, it seems like, you know, friends and family were able to remember that and be very invested in that, you know, but I was ha- I was unhappy and I was so miserable doing that. But, you know, maybe uh, like almost a year into doing that, I got a job in corporate working as a, as a recruiter as like a senior recruiter and I, you know, I more than doubled my income and I started, you know, really making more money, making a lot more money, you know, really changing as a person, expanding my standards and just really growing. And the moment I became a recruiter, you know, couldn't nobody remember what I did for a living. No one wanted to talk about work anymore. No one was invested in work, you know, but everybody wanted me to hear about what they had going on, their mundane situations. But, you know, that thing flipped on me and it showed me that People can want the best for you until you actually have the best. People can want you to be successful. People can want you to win. But I believe with 90% of people, that's just all talk. And I think it's all talk to a lot of people because they never expect you to actually get it because they don't expect themselves to get it. You know, people are a reflection. You are a reflection of how people treat themselves and think of themselves. You know, they judge your victories, they judge your wins and your successes because they judge themselves even more harshly. You know, the sad part about it is they have to be them. They have to live with themselves. So it may seem like they're being shady and unhappy for you, but imagine how they feel about them. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Bungumbiki Habiarimana said, Jealousy is an attempt to hold by force what you know you can't hold by merit. And I love this quote because it's very true, like all of them that I feel I feel when I choose them, that a lot of people will try to stand in your way of success especially the people that you love, people that you care about, they will try to control you. They will try to manipulate you and stand in your way of you doing what you want. You have to understand that we exist in a society where I feel like maybe 95% of people that work are, are working out of obligation. They really don't know why the hell they're working outside of paying bills. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just putting all their energy day to day, day in, day out into surviving. And I had to learn years ago 
that society depends on, you know, poor, uh, depends on the poor and even middle class to, you know, chew up all your energy and brain, uh, brain power and everything and surviving. So you don't have time to think because when you don't have time to think, you don't have time to have ideas. You don't have time to form ideas. When you're doing better, when you're more secure, when you're better off, you have time to create. You have time to have ideas. You have time to have bigger and better ideas. You have time to refine ideas, and they don't want you to do that. And in addition to them, the people that don't want anything out of life don't want you to do that either because, you know, they've made peace with playing small. They've made peace with being where they are, you know, for the rest of their life. They're going to be the same exact person for the rest of their life. You know, and it's not because they haven't seen anything different or better. It's just they don't know that they matter. And, you know, I feel like pretty much everything you do in life comes back to knowing whether you matter or not. When you don't know that you matter, you you can't, you know, it's hard for you to get past a certain point. And the people that you're around, you try to remind them in so many ways or so many passive aggressive ways that they don't matter because that's how you feel and that's what you think. And it's really sad. The thing that we need to understand is that what you don't change, you choose. If you don't like your station in life, if you don't like your job, if you don't like your marriage, you don't like your husband or your wife, if you don't like your family, if you don't like your friends, if you don't like your career where your life is going, you can always change it. You can blame it on, I have kids, so I can't just up and do that. That is an excuse. You can make a decision today or tomorrow. Sure, there probably may be a consequence or two that you knew about, but if you want it badly enough, you do what you have to do. You know, I bring it back to this every time, but, you know, the ancestors, you know, they had to escape from plantations and didn't know how to read, didn't have no money, didn't, you know, didn't have no GPS, didn't have no map. You know, it was really just depending on intuition, depending on themselves and depending on God. And I feel like we have access to those same tools that they did. And now more than ever, we're more lost than it seems like they were at their time. And the thing is, you have to learn, like a lot of your prosperity in life is tied to your ability to be happy for other people. If you have a bad attitude, if your energy just shifts and shrinks, the more, you know what I'm saying, every time somebody has good moves around you and it ain't you, your vibration continues to drop. Your, that jealousy, that envy, it suffocates and shrinks and deads your vibration. It deads your frequency. And next thing you know, you find yourself around other miserable, jealous, and ugly people. And you feel like you're in good company. It's because you're in the company of ugliness. But if if you ever want to be anything different in life, if you ever want to be anything better, you have to change your attitude. Everything that you had in your life, your life is a reflection of your thoughts. Your life is a reflection of your visualizations. Your life is a reflection of your actions. If you don't like what your life is, you need to change the shit. You need to step your game up and do something else. Decide who you want to be. And once you decide who you want to be, write out about 10 ways you can take, 10 steps you can take towards becoming that person, that man, that woman, that person. How can you start being that person today but we gotta stop this shit about hating on other people when they are winning and the people who are winning and experiencing success you gotta stop caring about what other people think you gotta stop getting so caught up in people not applauding you when you win 
Growing up, I saw a lot of people, a lot of people's work ethic get uh, strained because they couldn't move unless someone clapped for them or congratulated them. And their work ethic and, you know, them going an extra mile was only contingent upon them having an audience to appreciate them. And you have to learn how to move without that. You got to learn how to move without it because that's a crutch. That's a dependency and you don't need any of it. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, as y'all know, we get honest, we get real, we get raw, we get down to the nitty gritty. And it's because I believe in you. I believe in you so much and so bad, you know, because I feel like you're getting in your own way. And it's because you don't know that you matter. You don't know that you're perfect already. You don't know that you're the shit. You don't know that, you know, there are, mista- there are no mistakes and that everything in your life has happened perfectly. All the good, the bad, everything has happened perfectly. And you're still on the right track. You still don't understand that everything that God has for you, it is still there. Everything that you desire, everything that you've created in your mind and your heart to experience, it is still waiting for you. That house that you've been wanting to buy for 10 years, that house is still existing. God is keeping that line open because he knows that house is is waiting for you. There are probably people keeping up the line and keeping it manicured and keeping the situation good enough until you come around and find it. But those things are still waiting for you. That car that you want, it is sitting waiting for you. It's probably in another country or whatever like that waiting to be flown in, but it is still waiting for you. They don't know it yet, but the P, you know, they're ready to make the license and everything, the, the, you know, the certificate and all the stuff and, you know, the paperwork, they're ready to print it all out for you. They just don't know it's for you yet, but they will. You just have to stick to your guns. So let's jump in. The first letter is embrace. Embrace that a lot of people may struggle with being happy for you because they were never taught how. You know, there are lots of people who know had who has a better attitude. You know, maybe they learned. A lot of people also learn along the way. Probably didn't learn in their childhood, but they decided I can't behave like this and I need to learn this if I'm going to be someone that's respectable and if I'm going to attract prosperity and growth. So, you know, definitely try to have that grace for other people and understand that they can only go at their pace. But also in offering grace and understanding, understand that you don't have to stick around for that because of sticking around for it is you telling yourself, this is what you deserve. This is the level that you're at and this is what you deserve. Sitting around tolerating it because of whoever it is, this is you telling yourself and training yourself to believe this is what I deserve despite me doing well in life. This is the kind of company I deserve to keep. I had to get real with myself a long time ago and tell myself that there's no way in hell I'm gonna keep going forward with the bullshit that I've been accepting, with the stuff that I've been tolerating. Since I was a little boy, I've had so many people tell me how much they tolerate me. And I've gotten to a place where it's like, ain't nobody got a motherfucking tolerate me. Nobody. I ain't got to be tolerated by nobody. 
and you don't have to tolerate anybody and you don't have to be tolerated. So figure out what's worth your time. If you're tired of coming around and she constantly saying something, she constantly, you know, switching the subject when she's talking about something positive, leave her alone. You know, turn down the volume. Stop making yourself available. I'm telling y'all, this is the season of isolation where people are making themselves less and less available, especially for the bullshit, okay? For things that just don't favor you, don't honor you, don't bring a smile to your face, don't bring out your shine, that don't make you feel your best, bring out that spring in your step, things that just don't naturally and intrinsically inspire and move you, you best be leaving it alone. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that there are going to be a lot of people in your life that are going to have problems sharing the spotlight with you. You know, don't feel compelled to try to understand why, because that is not your problem. And if you give your give over into the trying to understand why, that will hold you up, that will distract you from being your best self, and you will officially be trying to run other people's race, and it will put you in that situation of trying to prove yourself. Know that the why, know that the understanding, know that whatever missing pieces that lie with that situation, with that, uh, with that situation, those things will find you when the time is right. Stay on your grind. Keep it moving. Understand that you may grow up with, you know, childhood friends, cousins, family, you know, siblings, whoever, that will, you know, be salty and unhappy to see you excelling at something. They may be unhappy to see that you found something you can be your best at, something that brings out the best in you, that brings out the magic in you. If they don't know what they feel like, they don't know what that feels like. So they envy your situation. They don't envy you. They envy your situation. Really, they admire it. It's just they don't want to give light to the admiration because they've been, it's been probably a toxicity. It's a darkness surrounding it, so it can't show up as admiration. But they, they envy your situation. They just don't know how you got in the seat that you're in. You know, they probably wish they could be in your shoes, but the thing is, they don't understand that if they were in your shoes, they would abuse the situation. They wouldn't appreciate it. So leave that where it's at. And the last letter is A, accept. Accept that when it comes to you and other people, what you don't change, you choose. If you're around people who constantly make you feel like shit about your successes, about your accolades, about the momentum and positivity that you're experiencing in your life, that is what you want around you. That is what you're choosing. A lot of people kind of like being around people who don't got shit going on. They like being the biggest fish in a pond because they get to feel like they're the most victorious. They feel like to feel like they're the most successful in a in a in a, in a pond full of losers. In a pond full of suckers and a pond full of underachievers and slackers and you know that whole kind of thing I mean if that's your bag you know whatever but if you're tired if it is infringing on your peace if it's not allowing you to feel your best about good things because after a while what happens and take my word for it good things happen to you and the joy it's very very short lived because your mind and your heart is already expecting the people you want to share it with to deter you to down you know downgrade it to down you know leave you downtrodden and because your mind and heart already knows that your joy can be short lived and you find yourself not appreciating your own successes, your own victories, your own trophies, and that is a problem. 
So again, understand what you're risking and training yourself to believe it's okay and training yourself to be understanding to their plight, understanding to their bullshit and understanding to their abuse. We don't stick around for abuse. We don't stick around where we're tolerated. We don't stick around where love is absent, where light is absent. We don't stick around where grace is absent. We don't stick around where excellence is absent. We don't stick around where effort is absent. So you need to make a choice. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about social pandemic. It's pretty much the idea of trying to heal and get well in the same place that you got sick, in the same place that you got traumatized, in the same place that you got hurt. So you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what y'all think about this episode. Do y'all want to hear more content like this? What you think? What's going on? What go on? What's going on? <laughs> anyway, I really hope that this episode and that this message is able to stick to somebody out there that, you know, I'm able to break through and get to through to you. Listen to this episode as many times as you need to, to let it sink in for you to understand you are worth so much more. You are deserving of so much more. Sometimes we come into seasons where we're in a season and we are getting it and other people aren't. That's not your problem. Anyway, thank you for supporting the Medizine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Peace.